Hi, I'm Bruce Weinstein. And I'm Mark Scarborough. And on this very Christmassy version of the podcast, Bruce and Mark, Cooking with Bruce and Mark, we're going to actually make our version of a mincemeat pie that is, well, it's not, I guess it's vegetarian. It's got eggs in it. Well, and there may be a problem with it. You know, <laughs> with the crust, we'll get to that. But this is not a suet mincemeat pie. This is a very interesting pie that was created for our book, The Ultimate Cook. This is a dried fruit pie. And when I created it for the book, I was used, as Mark said, I was using mincemeat as my sort of touchstone. Um, but mincemeat is almost always made with suet. And you grate the beef fat and you oh. stir it in. Oh. And you can't I, beat a beef fat pie. I didn't want to put that in, so I put some nuts in, but I chicken, also... <laughs> chicken, chicken, chicken stepping on my Christian heritage, chicken. But I also put some melted butter into it, um, which gave me the added fat, and it gave it a richness to this pie, which is really great. So actually, if you could see what was here right now, we have a big bowl. We, we, I should say, wait, before, yes, we've been we've been a this. little bit already. So, so what we have here is this really, really big bowl that is full of of dried fruit that's already been soaked and cooked and we'll talk about that and mark has a nine inch pie plate with some crust in it so before we do anything else i wanted to talk about this crust because this could be the problem for the vegetarians eating this pie. well no it's not a problem actually but i'll tell you what i did but um it doesn't have to be a problem but um i made a double crust uh, pie here you don't need to copy anything down this recipe is on our website uh, bruceandmark.com so don't worry just go to the recipe header and you'll find it but if you want to make this for the holidays but and really honestly make this for the holidays this this pie is just killer so your double so crust pie is I've made a double crust pie which means I've taken two cups of flour and I've mixed a little salt into yep. the bowl and then I do- dropped in a third a cup of solid vegetable shortening like Crisco right but you can find expeller pressed shortening in yeah, non-hydrogenated and that's non-hydrogenated that is way preferable don't get the butter flavored stuff just get the regular it's like earth stuff. balance they make some good stuff yeah, yeah exactly and then i have also added to my flour and salt mixture six tablespoons of here it comes ready lard now lard, before you start gasping lard, i lard, rendered this lard, lard myself from the fat from the pig we have raised for us every year. Lard. Look, if you don't like the idea of lard because it's kosher reasons, or if you don't like the idea of lard because you're... uh, You want a vegetarian dessert. You want a vegetarian dessert, (laughs) use butter. Butter's just fine. You can use six tablespoons of butter. Make sure it's cold butter right from the fridge that you've cut up into little bits. Get it in this bowl, and then, then you did what I did, which is I've taken a pastry cutter, and I've worked and worked and worked it through the flour until it's like very coarse white sand little grainy bits almost like the fat is the size of tiny little peas and you really have to work at this you have to get you have to get the pastry cutter in there take it off take it off the pastry cutter redo it redo it redo it until it gets right full disclosure i have in the past put that flour and the cold butter and the shorting in the food processor and pulsed it now before mark says boo which he's going to say i will tell you that his pie crusts are much better than mine. Because I do it by hand. Yeah. And I don't have such a chance of elongating the glutens. Then I added, uh, today it took about four and a half tablespoons of cold water. It could take up to six. Consider four to six tablespoons of cold tap water. Just right. cold out of your tap. The right. You put about four in there and start mixing it together with a fork until it comes together as a dough. Okay, when it gets to be a dough, when it comes together as a ball, you can get in there with your hands and get the last bit of it together. But don't mess with it too much. Don't just, need it. You don't, just no, no. get your hands in there. 
Divide this dough approximately into halves. Maybe one a little bigger than the other. And the one that's a little bigger is in the bottom that's crust. That's right. Yeah. And then this is how I roll out a pie crust. I put I dribble water on my cabinet, put a piece of wax paper on top of that. I've dribbled the water so that the wax paper won't move around. Now it's kind of, you know, stuck to the ca- to the countertop. I then dust flour on top of the wax paper. I put my ball of dough on it. I mush it down gently with my hands until it's a flattened disc. I sprinkle flour on that and then I gently roll it to fit with a rolling pin. I'm um, rolling pin to fit a 9-inch pie plate so what does that mean so how so how how big a circle are you making for a nine inch pie well generally i just keep picking up the plate and putting it on top of the Ah, circle until it's the right until i see that it would cover the bottom and go up the sides and if i have to cut a little off the sides because i went a little too crazy it's fine but this is my main key as an old southern boy who makes a lot of pie crust is do not push down with the rolling pin use the rolling pin to simply elongate the dough without pressing don't press. Okay. Just run it on the surface of it. You're going to have to do this a million times. Go go at 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock. Keep rolling around the circle from the center to the edge, just like going around the face of a clock over and over again until you get it the right size. And how did you get it from – because I know when I roll out across, I don't do that technique. I yep. don't use the, this is the wax paper. It. And I do it right on the counter, and I have a big, thin, flexible knife that I slip under to make yeah, sure it's loose. I don't do that. So how do you get it from the counter then to the pie plate? I just pick up the wax paper that the pie crust is on. I turn it. I invert it into the pie plate. I get it positioned right because the wax paper helps me position it. Mm-hmm. And then I peel the wax paper off the crust and it get it down into the pie plate. And I want it to stick up just a little bit over the edge of my nine inch pie plate. Okay. That's so. that's a lot said about a bottom crust. But the most important thing I can tell you is just don't press down with that rolling pin. Well, that, that crust is beautiful. And now let me tell you something about what's in the other big bowl. It's the dried fruit and it's very moist and plump because we took two cups of pitted prunes and one and a quarter cups of dried apricots and one cup of dried cranberries and one cup of dried apples. And we put all of that into a pot, covered it with water, and we brought it to a simmer and we simmered it for five minutes. Yeah, I actually so, covered it and so simmered it. So we rehydrated the fruit, we made it more plump, and then we strained it in a colander and then put it in this bowl. So and believe it's cooled me, a bit. I started out with this in a large saucepan, and it started overflowing even the saucepan as it boiled. So really, go for the pot. And the reason that happens also is because the fruit expands, it absorbs the water. So use a big pot. So now this is cooled a bit. So we've got the crust ready, and we've got our dried fruit, but the filling isn't done yet. We're going to add to that an egg plus a yolk. And we've talked about eggs before. These can be normal supermarket eggs. You're not eating them raw, so I don't have any issues with the eggs. Um, And we're going to put three quarters of a cup packed light brown sugar and we're gonna get how rich this thing is (laughs) all that dried fruit hey and by the way if you look up this recipe on our website the dried fruit is by ounces too so if you don't want to measure it in cups i got the recipe out there on ounces too okay we're putting in half a cup of sliced almonds and we're putting in a quarter cup or four tablespoons of unsalted butter which we melted and cooled for a bit just melted it right in the microwave yeah and remember you got to cool it because you'll cook those eggs a little bit too much if you don't want to use butter you can use a nut oil here. You can mm. use almond oil, walnut oil, pecan oil. You can, can use I use a, more no. lard. 
No. Oh. You're not, God, you want your pie to taste like a pork roast. Bacon so, fat would be really good. No, too strong. Too strong. Okay. So if you don't want to use butter, you use another one. And then we got two teaspoons of vanilla, half a teaspoon each of ground cinnamon, ground ginger, and salt. Wow. That's, this is crazy rich. So I'm stirring this up, and this is a huge, huge, sloppy, sticky, sweet, yummy mess. Yum. And I'm going to then scrape it into the pie crust that Mark has already rolled out and put into the pie plate. And Mark is going to roll out another crust just the way he described it to you. Yep. We're going to put it on top and seal the edges. We're going to make some slits in the top. And then tell me what about baking. We're going to bake it in a 400 degree oven for 20 minutes. And then I'm going to lower the temperature to 350 degrees, and I'm going to continue on baking until the crust is brown, nicely golden brown, not dark brown, golden brown. Mm -hmm. So I can see it's a little bit flaky at the edges until a little bit of the filling is bubbling up through the slits. slits. When you look down into the slits, you'll see little bubbles happening. That should take, after the 20 minutes at 400, that should take 30, 35 minutes at... 350. So that's going to take us a long time. And then we're going to cool it for about an hour on a wire rack before you even serve it up. Otherwise, it'll be too hot. So what's about to happen is a big cut. So we'll see you in about three hours with some (laughs) cool pie ready to eat. Okay, so we're back and the pie is gorgeous looking. And let me just say that this pie, although we have it sitting here on and we've cut it into slices and we're about to taste it. Let me I'm just, not waiting, I'm tasting. Let me say that it's missing something. It, you could serve it with vanilla ice cream and that's great, but I think you should also try it with creme anglaise. Maybe our next mm. podcast we'll talk about creme anglaise. With creme anglaise is an English custard sauce. Okay, this may be the best pie ever. It's, it's like a giant fig yeah. Newton apricot Newton. <laughs> God, it's good. Fig cranberry apricot Newton yeah. prune. Mm. It's uh, I, I, I full disclosure that I took a version of this pie to a Thanksgiving dinner that we went to earlier in the year, and it's so rich. Yeah, people took small pieces of this pie. And let's say we also ate this pie after turkey stuffing, potatoes. <laughs> Bacon-infused peas. It was crazy. But, um, yeah, crazy Thanksgiving dinner. But it's super rich. No, I, I would good. say, you know, mostly a nine-inch pie would say serves eight people, but this thing's probably 12, 12 yeah. people. This pie will definitely super serve Super rich. Yeah. Oh, and it's so good. It's The filling is very sticky. It's very dense. It's sweet. Imagine, yeah, imagine just a big old handful of dried fruit in your mouth. Mm. And <laughs> it's... Crazy. Now, I will tell you that a lard crust is beautifully flaky and and savory. There is oddly savory. There is a savory quality that the lard gave to the crust that balances the sweetness of the filling beautifully. So I'm just gonna eat. Okay. Well, you keep eating. I'm gonna eat. And if you want to hear, (laughs) and if you want to hear more recipes cooked through cooking with Bruce and Mark. Check out the new version of this podcast every Friday. And say something about myths while I eat more. And if you want to hear us take down culinary myths, we do that every Tuesday on Cooking with Bruce and Mark.